Hello and welcome to First Flight, a Star Trek Enterprise rewatch podcast where we are watching and discussing each episode of Enterprise in succession. First Flight is a proud member of the Tricorder Transmissions Network. This is Commander Tucker of Enterprise. We've got some information you're going to want to hear. Hi, I'm your co-host, Abby. And I'm your co-host, Melanie. We are two huge Enterprise fans that are really excited to bring you this podcast all about Enterprise. Every two weeks for about 30 minutes or so, we'll discuss an episode of Enterprise. We're starting at the beginning and we're going straight through until the end. We'll have a few bonus guests here and there and a few longer episodes when we get to special ones. But we hope that you'll enjoy spending about 30 minutes or so with us every two weeks discussing one of Star Trek's best shows. But before we explain the format of the show, we think it's important that you hear our Trek origin stories and our connections to this show. Melanie, can you tell us how you came to love Star Trek and explain a little bit about your connection to Enterprise? Sure. When I was a kid, I was really into sci-fi and creepy stuff and scary movies, things like The Outer Limits, Night Gallery, Lost in Space. And in the early 70s, when TOS was in syndication, I was at a friend's house and her parents were watching Star Trek. And I thought, what is this? I got really into it, started watching it at home. My love of the franchise began. I got into the series and the movies and conventions and all that good stuff. So when I heard there was going to be a prequel series of Enterprise debuting, I was really excited about that. And I did watch it in its first run broadcast and I, I really enjoyed it. Back in the day, airings were not so consistent. Yep. You know, there were like weeks that got skipped. There were day of the week changes. There was a network carrier change. And so it was kind of chopped up and a little hard to follow, per se. So it wasn't until it came out on DVD that I could really dig deep into it and fully appreciate and absorb the series the way it was intended to be. And, you know, Abby, I really connected emotionally to this series. Just something, Just something about the characters, just everything about it became super special to me and has remained that way. It's really, really dear to my heart. And there's just this real strong emotional connection with the show that's hard to describe. I've rewatched it many, many times, and I'm really excited to talk about it with you on our podcast. Yay! Well, Abby, why don't you tell your Trek origin story? All right. My dad was a huge sci-fi fan in general and kind of a casual fan of Star Trek. But he showed it to me when I was about eight years old. My first episode was TNG The Royale. And I (laughs) fell in love with it. And so did my best friend at the time. And we watched all the rest of TNG and DS9 and Voyager. And most of the time it was on school nights. I was still in middle and high school. And we uh, took notes and called each other right after every episode so we could discuss everything we'd seen and all the things that made us squeal. And we were obsessed. And we watched with reference books and went to conventions and started a ship at our high school and all that great stuff. And I was always a dedicated fan because this society that I saw was the society that I wanted the universe to be like. And 90s Trek did some really cool sci-fi stuff, but also dealt with 
the big problems that really reflected what was happening in society then. Mm. And I found this a really ingenious way to address these issues, but in a way that was ultimately hopeful. It was hard catching all of it. At some points, like you said, VCRs were not reliable as DVDs or DVRs or streaming. But uh, (laughs) yeah, and I lived in the Midwest where baseball would always preempt Star Trek, which was never my thing, but good for the baseball fans. But thanks to syndication and Friends Tapes and Blockbuster, I kept up and I came to Enterprise when it premiered. It was my senior year of college and I was just about to start a new adventure, just like they were on Enterprise. And after college, I moved across the country from my family, and I found solace and companionship and joy in Enterprise as I built a new life in this city where I didn't know anybody, and they were out in the universe where they didn't really know much of anybody. And it was a constant in my life that was kind of full of unknowns. And I loved it from the start, but I always feel like it kind of hit a dead zone in Star Trek. It was after the 90s golden age, but before this new Trek renaissance. And diehards kept following it from time slot to time slot and day to day and network to network. But many people just gave up. But this was my show, the one that I always dropped everything and watched no matter what. And it was right around when the internet was becoming a household constant, but before social media. So the fans didn't really connect easily. Everything took longer to do online and people didn't connect the way that they do now so easily on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that. But I am now seeing a resurgence of all that vocal love for enterprise and the people who are willing to rewatch it or watch it for the first time and see it in a more positive light and finding the community of other enterprise lovers because Enterprise is a gem and it's worth a first, second or 50th rewatch. And I can't wait to talk about every episode with you as well. That's a really cool story. I love that you took notes to talk about with your friends. (laughs) I said before Um, (laughs) social media, so no chat rooms for that one. Right. You brought up some really excellent points. And I agree there has been a resurgence and it deserves so, so much respect and deserves so much more credit than I feel that it gets. Because as we watch it over the years, we've come to realize how absolutely fantastic it is. And we are so excited to share our love of Enterprise with the other Enterprise fans out there. And Abby, I have to say, you have me feeling nostalgic about VCRs and VHS (laughs) tapes. Hey, when... (laughs) That was all you had. You used what you had in front of you and it worked. Absolutely. And now we'd like to let you know what to expect when you tune into First Flight. So here is the format of our show. When we begin the podcast, we will issue a read alert, which is a spoiler warning, because on first flight, we might end up talking about any part of the series at any time. So if you haven't seen the show yet, go check it out and come back and join us. We will share the writer, director, and air date of the episode we are discussing. That will be followed by our captain's log, which is a brief episode recap by Abby. Then we will deploy our subspace transmitters and have our discussion and analysis of the episode. That brings us to Porthos's pick, where we each share our favorite part of the episode. Next is trivia, where we will share some trivia about that particular episode. That will be followed by Vulcan's Verdict, where we will each rate the episode on a scale of 1 to 10 grapplers. Then we will share our contact information so you can continue the conversation with us. And finally, we will say goodbye, thank you, 
and leave you with a quote from Captain Jonathan Archer. And if you want to reach me, you can reach me at ShuttlePod2 on Twitter. That's ShuttlePodTWO. And our podcast can be reached at First Flight Pod. How about you, Abby? Where can they reach you? On Twitter, I'm Abby M. Summer. That's S O M M E R. We are so glad that you listened to our introductory episode for First Flight. And we really hope that it got you excited to watch or rewatch Enterprise and to listen to us discuss each episode. We'll be back in two weeks to talk about one of the best series premieres in all of Star Trek, Broken Bow. Hope to hear from you then. Yeah, thank you for spending this time with us and tuning in. And we will leave you with this quote from Captain Archer. The most profound discoveries are not necessarily beyond that next star. They're within us. Woven into the threads that bind us, all of us, to each other. 